Hey guys, my name is Morgan and welcome to Get Her a Therapist. This is episode 32, if I'm correct. So you guys enjoy. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, I took a few weeks off because... One, I definitely made an excuse about my microphones not working, which they're not. Like, they're really spotty and it's really annoying and audio is not that great. But that's also an excuse, right? Like, I could have continued. But I think I just also needed a break. Like, I just needed some time to not feel pressured by myself to record, you know? So I took some time and I feel good about it. Um, life has been lifing. Dating is still not that fun. Um, work is still aggressive and not much has changed. I think the biggest thing for me that has really helped me is my adjustment to my new anxiety meds, which has helped me tremendously in ways that I can't even like fully explain in the best type of detail. (laughs) Um, my doctor said something to me, which was, you know, anxiety meds are not meant to like just make you happy and make you um, just, you know, jolly and unicorns and all that. But it's more so to help you manage your anxiety and the bad stuff in a way that doesn't hurt your body physically, um, in a way that doesn't have you coping in negative ways and self-harm and all of that. And like, I can truly say that the adjustment has been really nice for me. Like I find myself being a lot more calm and honestly handling situations a lot differently because when I start to get riled up or when I start to have a lot of anxiety, like I tend to lash out and I tend to sometimes say things that I don't mean. Um, And I'm just glad that I'm able to balance myself out. And I think that's really the point of anxiety meds. I know a few people that are close to me are not really about it and not really sure why I'm taking meds and confused, but I don't think it's for everybody to understand. I think that people who really, really struggle with anxiety get it and I support meds. So (laughs) here we are. And who knows what will happen in six months, right? Like, But me and my doctor have really talked through, you know, what dosage makes sense for me um, based off of, you know, things that I'm experiencing. So it was really good. And I'm glad that my body has adjusted finally. And I feel good about it. So anyways, that's just a quick update. So I definitely have my friend Janine on for this episode. And I'll let you guys go ahead and have a listen. It was a really good conversation. The energy was so good. Um, was definitely like not not used to recording, but I forgot <laughs> like how recording went to make it a little bit more smooth and seamless. Um, so hopefully it's not too choppy for you guys, but enjoy the conversation. Hey, hey guys, I'm here with Janine. She is an old friend from high school, Jesus Christ, a long time ago. Too long ago. Way too long ago. Um, But I'm going to have her introduce herself because she has lots of things to share and we're going to get into this conversation. It's going to be lit. So you guys need to pay close attention. Close attention. Period. Okay. Hi, my name is Janine Walker and I am a travel and lifestyle content creator and I'm also a foodie girl. If you know, you know. 
And um, I love to travel the world. And I didn't start off as a travel content creator. I just was a girl living her life. And I was saying yes to opportunities. And then I was like, let me pick up my phone. Let me pick up my camera. And then I just started from there. And yeah, I'm so grateful to be here back with Morgan. And I'm so sad. This is my very first podcast. I love that for you. And I was like, I'm saving it for Morgan. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So me and Janine met during show choir days Mm -hmm. at Cleveland Heights High School. And... Every time I try to explain to people about show choir, they can never get it. Because it it was very serious. It was so serious. And they're like, like, Glee? No, like 10 times Glee, okay? Because they wish. (laughs) It was also, like, show choir was really intense, and it was really catty and very clicky and, like, very, like, the Sopranos thought that they were better than the Altos. And, like, do you remember, like, the Fab Five? Or we had the Fab Five, but it was, like, the grimy girls and the shady girls yes, like we literally had our little cliques in there but it also was the time of our lives it you was. know <laughs> because it was like no matter what you had to say about it we were up on that fourth floor hanging out laughing kikiing and it was great and it was a time and also spring concert mm-hmm. i try to explain to people about our spring concert and like the tears the love and the sweat and everything that went into those spring concerts like it was actually like hard work because in the middle of spring we also went on tour somewhere oh so my we god were traveling and we were we traveling we were traveling we it was that serious and then did a concert for the whole community and the community came out for our shows like it was packed houses it alumni like, coming exactly. out yes and I mean, I loved all of it. I had, I have very fond memories. Me too. Of my time in the vocal music department. I do too. I do remember that none of my friends would ever come to our concerts because it made me really sad. Well, that's why I made all my friends <laughs> in the choir. So it was like we don't have no problem. I'm so. You know what? Like the way that we connected was everything. Because obviously, there were a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. Um, in show choir right. and I feel like just being black we like automatically connected yes, and our energy was very similar it was just everything that it needs to be and then after like I graduated because Janine you are how many years younger than me two one mm, two I graduated 2013 yeah I graduated 2011 okay. so it was also like seeing you grow after we graduated and I'm just like I love Janine. No, like every time, really? like I would like catch up with you on Instagram and literally would just be stalking your Instagram. And I'm like, <laughs> like Janine is really living her life. Like, and then also the fact that you stayed friends with all of your friends mm-hmm. um, from high school, which is really special because that doesn't right. always happen um, with a lot of people. Leaving our community and I talk to other people, they've like, I'd honestly die if I saw somebody that I went to high school with or I avoid somebody that I went to high school with at all costs. I'm like, that's really crazy because, like, some of these people I went to elementary school with, and I'm like, we're cool. Like, we're actually genuinely cool. Some people, it's something that, like, people, (laughs) not so much. Um, People can say that, like, being jealous of, like, those types of friendships, right? Because they're long lasting. And, like, you said, a lot of people are just kind of like, well, I'm glad that I don't see those people anymore. Like, right. I don't talk to those people. But, like, it's special to, like, maintain friendships from, like, a while ago. Exactly. Like, even my brother who graduated in 2009, mm-hmm. he's so cool with his Heights friends and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's nice seeing my brother grow up. And it's, like, a generational thing that our siblings mm-hmm. are still friends with their friends from yes. high school and middle school. Okay. Sorry, guys. I had to take a quick pause because the audio was being weird. 
So we actually switched from the microphones to just recording straight on my computer because it just sounds better that way. Um, so we had to pause and now we're back. Okay, we're back. Um, we needed to switch up the microphone situation. Like the people who have been listening know that I've been struggling. You're right. If you know, you know. It's been a struggle, y'all. I'm so sorry, but it sounds more clear this way. So we're going to adjust. Um, but the whole reason why I brought Janine on this podcast, one is because we're just old friends, but two, I have lots of things to ask her. So her social media is growing and it has been growing for quite some time. When did you start your, no, so you have two pages, you have your personal page and then you have your travel page. Correct. So this is in terms of Instagram. So I have my personal page, which I've had since the beginning of Instagram. And then I developed my travel page probably um, actually spring 2022. I was like taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. And then it didn't blow up until December of 2022. And I wasn't even like posting constantly until the fall. Mm -hmm. So that's when it really sort of started picking up momentum which is wonderful thank um, you but so janine travels literally all over the world like she just be out here i'll be gone like just i mean <laughs> where were you last you were in thailand um yeah so i visited thailand like in the past couple of months i've been to thailand australia korea and vietnam was kind of like my base for the past 10 months uh, my mom is working in vietnam so i went and moved out there with her and so that's how i ended up there and that's how i'm able to visit southeast asia a lot more frequently okay um so australia i do have a question about the bugs okay right so the bug situation always makes me nervous because i hear so many like disgusting gross things mm -hmm. about australia <laughs> so what i will say is that i was there during the winter time in australia which is our summer okay um so there were a lot less bugs than you'd probably imagine but also a lot that you see of like the wilderness of australia mm -hmm. is not in like the major cities so like you may see some bugs okay but i never saw anything out of the ordinary bug wise now the birds Wait, those, I saw that on one of your those birds. I was like, I've never seen anything like this before in my life, and I don't think I want to see any more. Mm -hmm. Like they weren't doing anything to me, but it was just jarring me that okay. they looked like that. No shade, no shade <laughs> to the birds. I saw some birds like following you mm -hmm. on one of your your reels. I'm like, why are you standing in the middle of the sidewalk? Like, and just like hanging fight? out. Like ugh, they were just they were aggressive. Well, fuck Australia. I don't think I'll ever go there. It's um, such a far flight. Like I have fears. Can okay. you talk about flying? Yeah. Okay. Of because so my Megan has this like she flies all the time. Like she's like more on the travel side than mm -hmm. I am. Um, but she always has a fear of flying. Mm -hmm. And did you ever have a fear of flying? Or what is your like your tips for people who have anxiety around flying? Because I do as well so i don't think i ever had a fear of flying per se so when i was very young i was like on airplanes mm -hmm. just flying across the country my father lives in california so we would fly back and forth to like as a young kid mm -hmm. and so it wasn't necessarily flying but i used to get air sick and i have what someone called oh a metaphobia which is a fear of like being sick or being around sickness do you i do <laughs> I'm, I'm a i'm a warrior <laughs> how did the pandemic do for you like, oh literally i was like freaking out but here's the thing it's like specific to vomiting that i'm af afraid of so when i would be air sick i had a lot of anxiety surrounded that because i would be in an airplane and i'm like oh no i'm feeling nauseous 
Or, oh no, is somebody on this plane nauseous? So that's where my anxiety would be coming from. You would think about if somebody else was nauseous? It's 10 times worse when it's someone else. When it's me, I know I can make it to a bathroom. I have control over the situation. When it's someone else, who knows? That's the fear of the unknown. That's a lot. That's a whole nother. That's a a whole thing. But (laughs) but when it comes to plane anxiety, that's where my anxiety comes from. Not necessarily the the flying. And I haven't had many interactions with like severe turbulence. So I think that also helps. Um, But one thing about me, I'm sleep. And I think that that should be the key. You need to be in a place where like, I know it's hard to like fall asleep when you have anxiety and things like that. Yeah. But when you're knocked out, What's there to worry about when you're unconscious, you know? I agree. I mean, (laughs) I flew to Vegas. um, And this girl that I was flying with, this Mm -hmm. was a long time ago. It was for work. Mama already like, okay, here we go. It was really unprofessional. But she was like, you want this Xanax? And I was like, yes, girl, please give me this Xanax. And she did. And I was sleep as fuck. Right. And I didn't care. And that was that. be carefree and honestly it's so much better for like yourself and yeah. everyone around you absolutely when you're at your calmest when you're at oh, your because most i was peaceful. drinking right I, and i know you don't drink i don't <laughs> but i'm like but if everyone around me is at peace then i'm good then we're fine right i also this is really like off topic but because you don't drink mm-hmm. and your friends drink mm-hmm. like do they ever pressure you to drink People love saying, oh, my God, Janine, you need to try this because I don't drink for any, like, religious reasons. Yeah. I I don't not drink for any religious reasons or anything like that. So they know that I can drink. Yeah. But it smells like um, nail polish remover to me. And it's like, (laughs) it's, and I'm just like, I get it. I get it. You guys want to have a good time. But that's just like, I know I'd have a good time without that. And so my friends, like, they used to be like, oh, my God, Janine, you should try this. It doesn't even taste like alcohol. Mm -hmm. That's what people who like to drink say. Yeah, because we deal with the exactly. taste, and we've been dealing with the exactly. taste. It's just like it's fine. We can you just we can that. swallow it. No big deal. Exactly. Like we'll do a chaser. If I don't gag after I drink it, then it doesn't taste like alcohol. Like it, I'm like that should not be the marker, babe. It should. It should not be the marker. It's really funny because um, this is like because typically like when I'm doing my podcast, I'm usually drinking, mm-hmm. and I in my mind I'm like Janine doesn't drink, so I'm gonna get her smoothies. Or I'm gonna do this, even though guys we don't have smoothies because my time it was just right. Off. But that's none of y'all business. It's fine. <laughs> like y'all can't pretend like we have smoothies. Right. Um, but we really, have water. We, we have glasses of water. I created. You know, and we're feeling good. But but anyways, again, off fucking topic. But. I was wondering that. I but think. it's good to know. But, yeah. like, I mean, they honestly don't pressure me now. And the thing is, I barely even drive. So, no, I'm not even DD. You that's know the funny what? Part. <laughs> I'm here for it all. Woo-woo. And that's about it. Do drunk people not get on your nerves? Um, Here's my thing. Uh, along with my emetophobia, I am afraid of being around severely drunk people. <laughs> so, imagine me being at the Ohio State University. <laughs> I, I literally had a time. But the thing is. I'm very hypervigilant when I'm in these spaces. Oh so I'm like, when I hear somebody has the hiccups, when I ha- when you see that behavior where they're, you know, the stumble. Yeah. And they're like, I need to sit down. That's my cue to go. Oh, and then you're heading And people are like, Jean, you missed it. I'm like, I know I did. I didn't want to see it. I know I did. <laughs> like, I'm so hypervigilant. It's crazy. But I have a good time up until that point. And then I'm like, that's my cue to leave. That's actually hilarious. Yeah. I wish that I was, like, on your level. Yeah. I, I need to... I'm working on my drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have told me that they think that I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Okay. One, because I talked to my doctor about it. Period. And she told me I wasn't. Right. So everyone can suck it. But two, um, I, I, also, 
I also like I feel like people get like alcoholism mm-hmm. confused like when I get off of work like do I want to have a glass of wine mm-hmm. yes do I have the glass of wine yeah I sure the fuck do because I'm stressed the fuck out okay <laughs> I have a big girl fucking job and that shit is stressful and so, so I drink. I was just <laughs> watching, um, it, it could have been an old interview, but it was an interview with Tom Holland. And okay. he was like talking about how he stopped drinking and how it started with like a dry January, January and mm-hmm. then it like progressed because he was like, actually, um, I do have an issue with drinking. And I was like, this is the beginning of my parasocial relationship with Tom Holland because I'm like, not even his drinking or mm-hmm. his stopping drinking, but I'm like, wow, I'm like intrigued. Mm-hmm. It's his self-awareness. Very much so. And I'm like, love that in people. Love that you can recognize the problem. Exactly. I don't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing. You are checked in. You asked your doctor. I, that's I definitely did. I that's said, self-awareness. I... You said be real with me. Like I told you earlier, we were having a conversation off air. Um, I asked my doctor if I was bipolar and she that quickly. That so weak. I was listening. I was listening in and you were like, I asked my doctor if I was bipolar. I was like, Morgan. <laughs> quickly, quickly shut me down. Quickly shut me down and said, no, ma'am, you're not. Well, I loved I love to hear it. But I just needed to know. That's what I'm saying. These are sure. questions that need answers I, sometimes. You know, Cuz what if she said yes? And then what? Right. She's like, I mean, if you want to go to a psychiatrist, you can, but it's not that no. serious. And I'm like, okay. well, I was just trying to make sure because I want to make sure I'm not crazy. Right. Cuz we all got some issues. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay. We're getting down to business. Right. Actually, we're getting down to business in a second because I need to check this fucking audio. Right. The whole place. <laughs> Okay, the audio's going. It's going. It's going. We're here. We're back. Um, and we're really about to... Get into it. We're about to get into it. So, one, um, racism, mm. right? So, mm-hmm. obviously, like, us being here in America, especially people of color, like, we have issue with the foundation of America. And we mm-hmm. feel like it's very racist, which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but would you say that America is more racist than the other places that you've been in the world? So I would say that each country has their own issues with race relations. Mm -hmm. And I've spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia, and it's a very interesting place to be because when I would describe my interactions with race in Southeast Asia, I wouldn't say this is a racist interaction. I would say, number one, it's a probably colorist Mm. interaction, and number two, an ignorance issue. Okay. Because a lot of people may not have ever seen a black person, especially in my neighborhood. Jaws are dropped when I'm walking down the street. And it's because they've never seen a black person before. And not only am I black, I'm Mm dark-skinned, I have natural hair, Mm -hmm. and I'm taller than the average person in the area. So it's just very much, who is she? Okay. And so <laughs> very much a spotlight is on. Exactly. Okay. And so yes, people take pictures of me without my consent. So it's like, uh, that's wait, icky. people take pictures of you? Oh yeah, girl. Listen, when ten years ago, eleven years ago in Bangkok, Thailand, people were shocked to see black people. And so to imagine that and where I live in Vietnam today is not a major city. So it's very much, she must be a celebrity. It's very much, oh my God. I need to remember this moment because they think, who, wh- why would she be here? Mm-hmm. Babe, I live here. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. Exactly. And embrace it because exactly. this is what we're doing. 
And so there's a lot of that that happens. Um, I haven't had any negative interactions in terms of like living in Southeast Asia other than people touching. When I was younger, I've had people that touched my skin before because how did you handle that? Um, I was very much so 15, 16 years old. So I was kind of just like, I understand that this is like a fleeting moment. Okay. And I also had to look at the big picture of like, it wasn't really strangers touching me. It would be like my teachers or people that I interacted with that were like, okay, I know you, but like also I've never met a black person before. That sort of situation. Okay. And so they would be like, can I touch your skin? But with that being said, in Thailand, the top of the head is a very, um, it's a very like sacred place in terms of like their Buddhist culture. So you don't go up and touch somebody's head. So that's something that I was very grateful about. Okay. In that culture, you don't just touch people's head. It's very much so like I gave my teachers permission. Oh, you can touch my curly hair. Okay. Okay. Um, because I wanted them to experience black people in like, meet me as a black person who yes. knows them and I work and I live in their community mm-hmm. that it was a shared interaction rather than oh somebody's just coming up and touching your hand now with that being said there are some difficult interactions not that I've personally had but a lot of people that I know have had crazy interactions mm-hmm. in Italy and crazy interactions in Europe in general somebody I even saw somebody's comment that they were in Salzburg Austria and they were like they it was the nastiest like interactions I've had with any Europeans ever and towards black people it was towards this person who was a black person so it was a black woman who commented this okay and so I not was shocked because I know what it is I know what the world has in store for us but in terms of American racism a lot of our racism, yes, it can be individuals, but a lot of it is structural and in our institutions, in our systems that we have to navigate every single day. Yeah. And so on top of that, then there's people's ideals. And then on top of it, it's an individual person who's like, I'm going to call you the N-word. Mm-hmm. So these sort of things happen in America, but in other countries, they don't have that historical context. All they know okay. is you're black and I know what the N-word means. Okay. And, and and so that's why yeah. it's kind of like, ew, this is a nasty situation while I'm traveling. And if that were to happen, but nothing about my interactions in other countries has stopped me from traveling in a way that I wanted to, because I'm not in those societies structurally or involved in their institutions or things like that. Okay. So it's completely different in those ways in terms of I'm not in the society's using their their institutions and going mm-hmm. to schools there but um and it definitely does depend on the historical context of how they deal with uh race in their country or what they consider their races to be if okay. that makes sense no that does make sense so that actually like <clears throat> kind of helps me understand more and then also like using words like words mean things obviously yeah. so like when i say like racism like i'm only thinking about the U.S. Mm -hmm. because I've not had experiences outside of the U.S. so I don't know and so in my mind I'm just like the United States is racist and like everything everybody else is racist too and they must have that built in their societies as well which is obviously not true and so it definitely gives you a broader understanding of like okay this this interaction this negative interaction in another part of the world may not necessarily be classified as racism there can be racist undertones this could be colorism Okay. This could be, you know, 
ignorance, like I mentioned before, there's just so many other layers to it. Mm -hmm. But coming from an American background, I have historical context that I need to take into account. And even even being in London, Mm -hmm. being in Toronto, I've lived in both of those cities. People ask, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm a black American. Mm -hmm. Oh, but like, where are you like really from? Oh, babe, I'm a black American. That situation has happened more times than I can count. And it's just very interesting that like, you know, Europeans have this idea like, oh, Americans are dumb. It's like, but you guys are forgetting that black Americans are very much black Americans. And we've been in this country for centuries. Yeah. And so that's uh, something that I think is really interesting when it comes to like being a black person, navigating the world, even in other black spaces. Yes. That's so interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, it really is. And so, like, when you think about all of the experiences that you've had throughout, like, travel, and obviously you've been traveling forever. Like, I remember your mom taking you. I mean, she made sure that you and your brother had that experience Definitely. of, like, being all over, which I think is so special and something that I really want to give to my son as well, because being able to have that cultural differences and experiences. And, you know, I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Um, It shapes you as a human, I feel like, instead of just being here in the United States. (laughs) (laughs) So when you think about, like, where you would ever settle, Mm -hmm. like, do you see yourself, like, living in the United States or do you see yourself living somewhere else? So I was actually having this conversation with my mom just today, like literally in the car ride over here. Oh, that's so funny. Because I was talking about like, you know, people like to talk about, oh, I want to live abroad. I want to live in, oh, uh, I can't remember if it was Denmark um, uh-huh. is one of like the happiest places on earth, like mm-hmm. in terms of like the individuals that live in Denmark, their happiness. And I was like, yes, you can say that like these people are happy because they have health care, because they have, you know, secure jobs and they get paid well and they have child care afforded to them through their systems. But as a black woman, I would love to be able to go down the street and get my hair products. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to go to the drugstore or to Sephora and get my skin tone in my makeup. And I would love to be around people that look like me in terms of community mm-hmm. and you can't get that everywhere and you can't get that same type of community everywhere so with that being said i need these things in order to be happy and to be fulfilled in my life so odds are i'm going to be settling down in a metropolis in a major city okay um i I definitely see you in a major city city i'm a city girl for sure (laughs) but i love nature i love the outdoors but the hiking and the biking is not for me (laughs) I just love to do what I do in America, but experience it in another context. That's okay. how I try to explain it to people. Like, I'm not here to be hang gliding and stuff and be doing risky business. But I do love an experience. So, <laughs> But I do see myself settling maybe in, I think Toronto was a great city for me. Okay. Um, weather-wise, it's so very similar to Cleveland. It's four and a half hours away from Cleveland. Okay. So it's a hop, skip, and a jump, mm-hmm. and it's a major airport, so I can fly anywhere I need to. And okay. I just think it has a lot of amenities that I need in terms mm-hmm. of a black, brown population. Mm-hmm. The food is good. The people are good. And they have gun laws. Uh, well, so, and yes. Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that for them. Right. Okay. Right for them. No, for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like, I'm definitely, I'm guilty, right, of being like, I'm moving to Switzerland, like, I'm going to move to Ireland, like, I'm going to go somewhere that's not fucking here. Um, But again, I think 
that ignorance plays a part in that as well for me just because of not experiencing it and not realizing what you have while you have it but you never know what you want until you experience it so I'm saying this as somebody who maybe would find a country and I'm like I actually don't need these hair products because who cares what my hair looks like when I'm living such a good life? Mm-hmm. No, you know, I, I'm, I'm at there. peace. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? It don't matter. Right. But like you never know until yeah. you like are in that moment and mm-hmm. you're like, actually, I love it here. Okay. And you can make whatever adjustments you need to. If I have to get my hair product shipped, I will. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah. I'm saying this from a person who is still in their 20s, who doesn't have many responsibilities Mm -hmm. i'm using air quotes right now okay um responsibilities (laughs) right now so i'm speaking out of ignorance in some capacity Mm -hmm. but you never know when you'll find that yeah i can be here and in that place might be in america for all i know yeah because there's so much of this country i haven't even seen so same and that's the thing no me either there's a lot that i haven't seen and i definitely like blame having a child young on not being able to experience and not traveling. So like in my 30s, as I've just hit, um, as Brayden's getting older, he's eight years old, like my goal is to not only have myself travel more, but Mm -hmm. to bring Brayden along. He's just at that age where he He just needs to suck it all in. And he can appreciate the trips because like people love taking their three-year-olds, four-year-olds to (laughs) Disney and you're spending about Mm $3,000 when that's a a round trip flight to Thailand and a month's (laughs) worth of stay. And your kid's not even going to remember. And it's like, no, but seriously though, like I am, this is like such a prime age for them to really get in that knowledge and different just spaces for them. Definitely. So it's definitely what I'm looking forward to in my 30s. I'm excited for you. Thanks. I'm excited for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we are going to pause because we're getting into a new segment. Um, and I also need to get some more water. Um, and I'm paranoid as fuck, so I'm also about to check this audio. And it's going to be working, right? And it will. <laughs> um, so we'll be back. Give us five seconds. Thanks so much. Okay, we're back. Hey. <laughs> um, so next segment. Also, I just want to let you guys know that my audio is very much working, and I'm really excited about it. I'm like, smiling. You know, I, it's just giving me really good vibes because obviously, like, I haven't done my podcast in, like, four weeks. Or yeah. It is partially my fault. I was like, I need to get my schedule together <laughs> so we can get this together. You know, and so here we are. It was motivation for me to just, like, get my shit together, and here we are. Anyways. So my next segment, which was really important, something that I like social media bothers me so much Mm -hmm. on so many levels. Um, But because you have grown your following in the most authentic way possible. And I mean, like, Janine, when I tell you, like, anytime that I talk about you or your Mm -hmm. page and just like your reels, I'm like, this is somebody like I know this person and she is this way like she is literally this way like there is nothing fake or like her trying and it was like people just like navigate or not navigated um gravitate yes gravitated <laughs> towards you but it's really like just you like it's nothing else it's no trying it's just your personality and that's something that i really like 
Well, because it's easiest to be me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, like, when I see people, like, I know people that do social media, and I'm like, girl, you're not even like that. Why are you acting up? Yes, it's yes. It's really funny um, to me, but I understand why people do it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, people, when you see what you see on social media, like, it's all edited. Even the stuff that I post, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's me. You know, that's my personality. And I'm doing my day in the life stuff. That's really what I'm doing in the day. Mm-hmm. But I'm editing chunks and bits out. People are like, whoa, what did you eat for breakfast? Why didn't you drink water today? Oh, well, you know, people are, you know, well, asking I'm not going to put all of that in there. Exactly. <laughs> and so everything is curated. So I understand why people think like, oh, if I see someone else, mm. I need to be at that level. And so I'm going to create this, you know, facade yeah. to get what they have. But it's never going to work. It's never mm. going to work in your favor. It's not. Um, but I genuinely try to be as authentic as possible, mm-hmm. not even to be relatable, but just because it's what I know best. And I'm not working double time to try and be something that I'm not or yeah. be someone that I'm not. And obviously, I don't want everybody all up in my business. So there are some things that I don't put on there. But I think that's also like the responsibility of people on social media to understand and realize that mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. like people aren't putting everything on social media. But the media literacy is like so low. It's like, really it's fucking so weird on top of like, and I think I've talked about this before, but just like people literally being like, oh, this person does this, and this is, like, my idol, and this is the person that I want to be, and goals, 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 like, this person is goals based off of their pages, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, can we just take a moment to realize that people are putting good things on their social Mm -hmm. media, people are putting what they want you to see, I put what I want people to see, and it's because, one, like, obviously, who the fuck is recording every single moment of their life exactly. it's like unrealistic um, to do that unbeknownst <laughs> to you guys i'm actually living life yeah, like and they, i pick my phone up for five minutes and that's, and that's it. it and that's it but people need to be aware of that and i think that's what bothers me about social media the most is not what's on social media but it's the conversations that people will have with me and i'm just like is everybody okay? They're not. Like, do you think this is real? And it, and it's not. <laughs> None and of they, it is. And they can't see through that, like, fourth wall of, like, I don't know. And I think that also it's a um, not even a generational thing, not to age myself. Mm-hmm. But I was here before social media. Yeah. And seeing it come about, we saw, like, MySpace was, like, very authentic, authentic. it was very real, Absolutely. it was very raw. You had your music exactly. on your Exactly, like, this is me, and you were excited. This is how I feel right now. You were excited to show the real you, yeah. and then there was the era of catfish. Oh, God, And yeah. so then it was, like, you can be anyone, you can be anyone mm-hmm. at all, because we didn't yeah. know the internet before, and we didn't know, like, how far you could really go with it. Mm-hmm. Now, the AI is scaring me, babe. It's scary. It, yeah. I don't even play on Jack, chat GBT, GPT. <laughs> I, I can't even remember the letters. I don't even play on it. I don't even put my picture on the AI thing because I'm like, it's scary. It is kind it's of scary. scary. And I understand it's fun. It's fun. And I like don't shame anybody for using it or anything, but it's not for me right now. I don't think it's for me either. Honestly, I don't think the internet is for me, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever is going on in the world is scary. Right. Like I don't I saw something about like them using like AI, like having a conference or like a press conference or something, and they were just like talking about 
Like, oh no, we would never go against humans, or, or we don't know if we would go against humans. With the AI? Yeah. Not the question, and not it, the uh, <laughs> uncertainty. Yeah, it was like, but we'll be truthful and honest with you, and it's just all very scary. And I'm it's the fact like, that humans are creating this. It's giving, can we stop? Like, have we not seen these movies? And this is what I'm just like, <laughs> all I think about is Will Smith and iRobot. Literally. And that's all I see, and I'm just like, you know what? And this is, I just want to live on a farm like sometimes i just want to go away i want to turn my brain off so bad and just get the fuck away especially from social media and just be free and i like one like i've gotten out of scrolling Mm -hmm. because i just can't Mm -hmm. i've gotten out of watching people's stories because i just don't care Mm -hmm. and i also know that like with social media like it's one to keep up with people I don't want to keep up with people that I don't give a fuck about. I really don't want to know about what people are doing in their lives. Like, I don't want to know. And my friends that I'm very close with, I know what the fuck they're doing. Exactly. I know what y'all doing. Exactly. I, I know, know what y'all are doing. About who I need to know about. And they know what I'm doing as well, right? Exactly. So there are certain people that I will, like, I specifically go on Instagram and be like, oh, did this person Let me post? check up on her. Right? Like, you're one of them, though. Like, Ooh. I'll definitely, like, go and you're like, that. where's she at? What's she doing? The way I'm liking it, I'm like. <laughs> because I don't always talk to you that often. So it's like, I do use exactly. Instagram to be like, oh, what is she doing? Because everybody goes everywhere and you really do right. need to keep up with some people. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the thing. So I use social media and I post on social media probably mm-hmm. every single day. But I know how to put my phone down. That's and, the difference. Like, I literally went into the mountains in the Philippines for a week, and I just wasn't posting. I let everyone know I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised when you don't see me being goofy on my story. Yeah. But I know how to put my phone down, and I'm like, some people act like fiends. Like, they're picking oh, up yeah. their phone every five seconds. They're like, oh, yeah. babe, the email should not be a social media. It can't be. It really, really cannot be. And it's scary. And the thing is, like, people want to talk about all these addictions. We're really mm-hmm. addicted to technology in an unwell way. Unwell. And I can say that for me, too. Like, yeah. I am very much addicted to the phone, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm, We're all dependent on it, I like, have heavily. I very much, like, remind myself to not scroll mm-hmm. and remind myself like I don't need to be looking at people it's unnecessary mm-hmm. like I I still struggle though like when I wake up in the morning I'm like oh what's on my That's you know me. did anyone DM me like you know it's just it's a habit and mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything that's like to shame somebody for doing it exactly. because me too, but it's something wrong with our society. Exactly. Like there's... our life requires it. Yeah, our life requires yeah. you to be in the know and updated. Oh, you said, you said you like Jonah Hill. Didn't you hear what happened last week? You can't you can't skip a beat. Yep. without being out of the loop. Absolutely, and that's just what everyone's talking about. Exactly, it's a constant conversation, and so like I definitely like one one thing even like with my podcast. I make it my business to like not talk about like Current social events. things and because one, I actually don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. The only thing that I gave a fuck about mm. was Kiki Palmer. Oh. And that's when I had to weigh the fuck in because I said, first of all, y'all niggas are insane. Out of your mind. Y'all men are crazy. Out of your You're mind. You're crazy. It's crazy. I- Just psychotic the thing is i don't even post i don't post like politically on my um Mm -hmm. 
Instagram on my travel Instagram, but I am political because I do speak up about things. And I do like, for example, I wear my mask. So you just seeing me wearing my mask, know what I'm already about. Absolutely. And so there's some things that don't even need to be said, but vote no on issue one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and, and, and it's something like, the minute you start talking about issues or you start talking about social or pop mm -hmm. culture, then everybody wants you to be the talking piece for every new thing that oh, comes up. Sure. So um, I think his name is Shaheem mm -hmm. and he is um, a black therapist and he posts on TikTok a lot, okay. Twitter as well. And somebody like messaged him or DM'd him and was like, I can't believe you didn't comment on this situation. He's like, first of all, I don't know anything about that situation. <laughs> Second of all, I'm not doing the research on that situation. And third of all, like that person was literally using them to be a talk piece so they can have some points that they can just relay to somebody mm -hmm. else and then use as like, oh, I know what I'm talking about. And I'm using education and uh, therapized words to like give my opinion on things. First of all, think for yourself. But that's the issue also <laughs> because I'm just like, I just like thought it was crazy that somebody DM'd someone else. I was like, I can't believe you're not speaking up in this situation. You know who that reminds me of? Tell me. Amanda Seals. Like, I feel like people put so much pressure on Amanda Seals to like speak on things. And my thing is she should stop sometimes and be like, <laughs> give me a break. You like, know what give I mean? me like two minutes. And I do think that people are definitely like, this person, this person needs to say this about this. And like, and sometimes I'm guilty, right, of looking for people's opinions based off of who it is. Like um, with the Kiki Palmer thing, I specifically was waiting for Shan Booty. I don't know if you follow her or not. I, I, but I was specifically. Lovers and friends. Yes, okay. I love that podcast. Waiting for her opinion because I like her podcast. Mm -hmm. I like what she talks about. I relate to what she talks about. And I'm like, I wonder what she has to say about Do it. Do you know Julesy? No. Oh, you need to, you need to, like, she's a YouTuber. Okay. And she's, like, an OG YouTube girly. Okay. And I love Julesy. And I I hold her opinion with a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. um, not that I use her opinion as my opinion, mm -hmm. but, like, she makes a lot of sense to me when she speaks. Okay. Um, and she's also very well educated and she knows what she's talking about. And that's what's missing with a lot of these people Ooh. that have opinions that, yes, they know how to talk. They know how to make their everything they're saying sound good. Mm -hmm. But is it backed up by information? Is it backed up by history? Is it backed up by facts? And that's the problem 90% of the time. And then once one person has an opinion, then somebody else is like, that sounds good enough for me. Mm -hmm. And they run with it. Yep. And then that's how misinformation is spread. Exactly. Constantly. And I think that's also the issue with trying to be the mouthpiece for every incident that happens. And the world's yep. moving too fast and we're getting so much of it all the time. Yep. It's just not healthy. And people, not only are people like listening to all of this 24-7, which I agree is super unhealthy for our brains. It's mm -hmm. unhealthy for my brain. Right. Um, when I get into like different debates or like conversations, most of the time, our conversations are based off of what people said on social media or based off of what a reel said. And it's just like what my doctor said. You cannot go to the internet for everything. Like there is too much misinformation that is spread around. And then not only is it misinformation, but people's opinions are getting lost in other people's opinions. Like people don't really know how they actually feel about something. Exactly. And they're going off of like their faves. And, and like, this, this goes into travel mm -hmm. because 
every single person's interaction with a country, with a people, with a nation will be different. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm like, you really don't know what Italy is going to be like. You really don't know what Ethiopia is going to be like. You really don't know what China is going to be like until you go for yourself. Yeah. Because you may have the greatest time in the world. And if you're going to go by oh, well, I heard they did this to this one person, Mm -hmm. not to discredit this person's story or their experience because 100% take that into account. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to stop traveling or not go somewhere because of racism or because of it's dangerous, quote unquote dangerous. Now, I'm not talking about war zones. We're not going there. We're not going there. But we're going to stay safe. But if if I'm talking about like, oh, like they're mugging in Paris and London, They've been mugging since the 90s, babe. They've been mugging since the 1800s, you know? So, yeah. and if I go to downtown Cleveland, it's getting scary down there, too. Let's be honest. if I'm going to let things that happen, that can happen in my very own backyard stop me from seeing the rest of the world, and if I listen to other people's stories and take that as gospel, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean same i mean i feel safe in my apartment here's my thing i feel safe in my home too and that's what i'm saying that's why i be coming back home to where i live right because i feel safe at home but that's not everybody's experience in america when people yeah. ask me about america in particular i can't say oh it's a great place to live because my experience in america has been great i don't deal with gun violence in my day-to-day basis i don't deal with drug mm-hmm. abuse in my day-to-day interactions but I can't say the same for everybody who's living in America or everyone's experience in America. So I'm just saying you have you can go to America. I have a good time and I'm in America and I feel relatively safe. But you never know. Anything can happen anywhere yeah. and you got to keep your wits about you. And that's the bottom line. Everyone's experience is different. And exactly. I think that's just the reality of it. Like everyone's going to have a different story. Everyone's chapters are different. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like you have to rely on your own experience 100%. to dictate what you're going to decide to do. 100%. It's really your own experience. Yeah. Well, girl. We're getting into it. Okay. <laughs> um, so, next big thing about social media, just as you are continuing to grow and things like that, um, do you ever struggle with comparing yourself to other people on social media? Um, is that something that like bothers you at all? I think more than anything, I compare myself to myself. And it's mm-hmm. annoying because these social media platforms, they manipulate the numbers however they see fit. Mm-hmm. I have over 150 or 149,000 followers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Are 149,000 people seeing my work every day? No. Okay. And it's because they they push out your content. And I really try and make it so I'm not performing for the algorithm okay you know certain people are like oh if you have this sort of pitch in the beginning of your video more people will stay past three seconds there's all these little things that people say and i'm like i understand that but i kind of just want to put my stuff out there whoever sees it sees it Mm -hmm. whoever doesn't see it i don't know what else to say because i i feel like the social media wants you to keep pumping out content mm-hmm. and you want you to put out five videos per day mm-hmm. so you can get on the for you page. It's ridiculous. Okay. I'm putting out my one little video that I made for all my social media platforms and that's all you're getting out of me. And you know what? Good. It right? Because there's too many people that I hear, right, talking about, well, let me do what's best for the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Like what, what hashtags or what, like, can I make my, um, what is it? The description or the summary or whatever you put in caption. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Why do I not know the word? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what can I do that can literally like make 
everyone come see me. And but then I feel like that's where you lose being authentic. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's too many people that are the same on social media, which makes you not that different. I don't know if you, but you say you don't be scrolling, but I'll be scrolling. And (laughs) they, um, Kiki Palmer made uh, a little comment on this girl who does TikTok lives Mm -hmm. and her name is Pinky Doll. And she does, basically she interacts with people who give her gifts on her story. And she's kind of like a, like a, robot i don't know and she's like oh, she's not real she's like she's a woman she's a real oh she's woman, a real person but she like acts as if she's like anim like a robot and she goes yeehaw got me feeling like a cowgirl <laughs> every time somebody gives her a cowboy gift every time somebody gives her ice cream she's like yum, Ew, yum, uh, yum. i'm and like and people love interacting with her i watched her for a good 10 minutes it's entertaining is she I, interesting it's entertaining okay okay and so after that, Kiki Palmer did a video talking about how she liked her video. And she's like, get your money how you can. And then when I say, if you look on the live videos mm-hmm. today, literally tens, 20, 30 lives in a row mm-hmm. of people doing the same stuff, trying to copy off of what she does and what she's been making her little money off of. Oh, wow. And I'm just Doesn't like, surprise me. Not surprising. It's not surprising, but I'm like, that's just so crazy because here's my thing we really and 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 i understand like Mm -hmm. using somebody else's like oh i really like that idea Mm -hmm. and i want to do something of my own because like not everything can be original right i've done it i've tried to recreate people's things exactly with the transitions they're all the same exactly and i was like first of all there's some things that you just like you should use this person the way that this person did it because it works and it looks good exactly but like to knock directly off of somebody's like she it was very original from what i've seen she was the first person i saw that was doing that sort of work on live i'll show you the video okay yeah but this is because i don't know i have not heard crazy that i just saw a number of people doing and i'm just like this is really disturbing it's disturbing that I don't know. Social media has just turned us into something else. It we don't have any just like individuality. Yeah, is that a word? Yeah, okay. and, 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 <laughs> yeah, definitely. Is. <laughs> I've heard it. Okay, so we're, so we're using it. Um, no, it, like everyone's kind of the same, and people hate hate it, right? Mm-hmm. Like people are like, oh, like I'm different. I'm, but not really. I mean, we all kind of do the same shit, and like you know a lot of us all have the same opinions about things Mm -hmm. because I think it's hard to get out of um, the norm. Yeah. And I think on some hands that we, we need to understand that we are so similar. Yeah. Well, this is true. And that, you know, and that's okay too. When you like interact with other people, you're like, I just can't believe we've had such similar experiences from such completely different backgrounds. It, It just really reminds us at the end of the day, we're all human beings listen and it's just such a crazy realization that like no matter how many variations of us there are why are all of the uh i don't know when you you ask oh we're going to a party who all gonna be there why do we all say that yeah you know there's just different things that we do as a people Mm -hmm. this as us people Mm -hmm. um but um (laughs) there's just certain things that we do that is just our humanity yeah. and our society, us growing together as a society. So you got to take it with the good and the bad. There's some things that I'm like, we are individuals because there's some things like I can never be Morgan mm-hmm. and Morgan can never be me. And that's right. the beauty of it yeah. that we find so much commonality amongst each other. 
beautifully said. Thank you. <laughs> I agree though. No, like I I agree. I think it is also really easy to like put down the human species right yeah. now. But there's also very there's good in it. Mm-hmm. Um there's we're we are humans and yeah. we are special. Um and I think everyone does have their different things, but yet the same, which mm-hmm. is why you and how you build relationships and friendships. Yeah. Um, because there are similarities in different spaces. And you need it to you get do. stuff done. Uh, yes. Because if everyone's just busy doing their own thing, why would I help you with building your plane yeah. when I'm writing my book? You right. Know I mean? And then that, yes, I agree. And we're not going nowhere then. Yeah. I, bigger <laughs> picture, bigger picture, y'all. Like, you know, but some, some, of, y'all, but some of y'all tripping for real. <laughs> with the, uh, <laughs> Some of y'all tripping. Can we have a little bit of originality? Just a little bit, y'all. Like, that's, gotta, that's all we have. Right. No, same. Same, same, same. Um, so next thing about social media, only because we have other things to talk about, y'all. And like, you know. Right. So we be running gonna, our mouths. You know, we really do be running our mouths. So <laughs> um, can you, so you have a YouTube channel. Yes. Um, and you also have Instagram mm-hmm. and you also have TikTok. Mm-hmm. What is like the main differences, I guess, in each, on each platform and then which one do you prefer so my youtube channel i haven't been as like um up to date on that i've been posting a bit more recently on my youtube channel um because i in my heart of hearts i really want to be a youtube girly okay but um it's just taking a minute to build it up and that's honestly fine i love a slow burn more so than quick a skyrocketing of attention because that's probably my least favorite thing when i'm unprepared for what's coming for me you know okay. and i'm unprepared for oh now there's ten thousand people following me and all eyes are on me and now i really have to start performing okay that's what i don't like but um in terms of instagram it's a different feel of community um when i do have a video or so go viral you never know what you're gonna get okay um i've had a few videos go viral on instagram and all it takes is one comment to say something like oh you don't like your natural hair you're anti-black or you're self-hating. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that on my video and I laughed. I had to laugh. Okay, yeah. Because I'm like, I've got, if you don't know what I look like, I have a lot of natural hair on my head, about seven years worth. Yeah. And if I was self-hating and didn't like my natural hair, do you think it would be on my head for seven years? I don't think so. No. But all it took was that one comment and then other people started jumping on. And I'm just like, this is so interesting. Hmm. Because I, and then I was posting that very same video on TikTok a few days later. Okay. And, you know, I was thinking, I was like, should I post this video or should I edit a part out that people consider to be self-hating? Because I was commenting on my natural hair after okay. I laid on it and didn't style it. So, you know. I mean, if you like, black, then you know. Exactly. That's why I'm like, <laughs> if you know, you know. And that's it. But I was like, should I edit that out? I was second guessing myself. And, you know, I said, you know what? I posted it originally because I agreed with what I said. I thought it was funny and I'm going to stick with my guns. I posted it on TikTok and the girls got it. And it was just so interesting that like you really have to stick with your guns and stand by what you say. Mm -hmm. And if you don't stand by what you say, retract it. It's the internet. You can take it back and you can also say, I made a mistake. And And if I felt that I was like, oh, this actually made me think Mm -hmm. and I didn't agree with what I said on second thought. Maybe so. Okay. But I fully agreed with what I said. So I stuck with what I wanted to. And it's just different. It's a different world on these social medias because sometimes you have an older demographic on one and then you have a younger demographic on another. So you never really know what you're going to get. And the way with viral videos, 
you don't know whose side of the internet you're going to end up on also. And that's the scary part of the internet. So that's why I'm very particular about what I post about myself. Okay. And um, I'm very particular about not putting my mom too much on there. Okay. Um, and also because I'm like, this is my social media. This is my channel. This is my content. Mm-hmm. No one else signed up to be on here but me. Okay. And so I'm not going to put other people's stuff on there. Whatever happens, it's my responsibility to handle the situation. So, um, but I do really like the, I really do like social media in terms of what it has done for me. Mm-hmm. When I travel, I use Facebook groups for women travelers a lot. Okay. And it's very underrated. People don't think about Facebook as very relevant nowadays, but I use it a lot in my travels. Um, and just connecting with people in cities that I don't know anybody that lives there. Okay. And, um, so that's probably what I use Facebook for. Pinterest has actually been very helpful. I use Pinterest for recipes. Yes. But like Pinterest, (laughs) Pinterest has been great for my blog. Um, and most recently, um, a natural hair blog that I wrote back in 2022, October, 2022. Wow has started doing some numbers really? on Pinterest. I get like 10,000 views per month now because of this pin, these Pinterest posts that I connected to my blog. And it was basically about how to travel with natural hair and different tips for traveling with natural hair or getting your hair done in a different country okay. and what that may entail if you have natural hair. So it's just really interesting how I've just been posting passively on Pinterest. Every time I do a new blog, just post some pins mm-hmm. leading people to my blog. And before you know it, it just randomly started doing numbers. I was like, okay. <laughs> and so it's just like really nice to have different interactions with different social medias. But long story short, I don't ever want to be dependent on social media. I really want real life connections so that if the internet went down forever tomorrow, I still have real life connections and I can yeah. still make a living and still live a life that I want to mm-hmm. without the internet. Okay. So, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, just for the people who are starting off, like, they're, you know, just keep going, right? Like, keep going. That's like, what I'm saying. You know. I was like, that, like I said, a slow burn. Like, people, that was like the perfect word, too. People wait for that viral moment, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's the longevity is really what you want. You don't want that instant burst of mm-hmm. fame or whatever. For example, some people may not know this, but I did get detained in Poland one time. Oh, I didn't know that. I got detained in Poland. <laughs> what one. the fuck? Why? I thought, girl, you need to go. <laughs> um, so basically, it was during the pandemic. I had a flight to Norway to visit my friend. I had to leave the oh, country. Oh, wait, this. It's about to run out. Hold it, on, let's pause. Right, right. This is about, the time is going to run out, guys. So we're going to pause and we're going to come back. Okay, so I don't know if you guys know this, but I did get detained in Poland at one point in time. So basically, I was living in London at the time, and my um, student visa ran up, ran out. Wait, what year was this? This was 2020. Okay, shit. Going into 2021. Okay. So my student visa was ending at, like, January 30th, 2021. And this was during COVID. So my flights to the U.S. were getting canceled. There were, like, no flights for me to go back home to the U.S., And I genuinely didn't even want to go that far because I was still paying rent in the UK. Mm -hmm. And so my friend was like, come visit me. So I went to go visit my friend who lived in Norway. Mm -hmm. And the way my ticket was booked, 
there was a layover in Poland. And um, if you're entering it, I think, I believe it's pronounced Schengen, Schengen, Schengen region. It's a, an, a group of countries in Europe. And basically it's like, you're able to freely travel amongst them. So you just get one stamp once you enter. And then once you leave, you get one stamp out, depending on okay. wherever you are, but you don't need stamps in between those countries. Cause they're so small. Because they are just in a union. Sort oh, of. Okay, okay. So they just have an agreement with one another. Okay. Like a border agreement. Basically, I had a layover in Poland, and I literally had like a 45-minute layover at the Polish mm-hmm. airport, and then I was like, and then I'll be on my way to visit my friend and stay with them until I can come back to London. The way they were like, babe, you don't have the documents to enter Poland. And I was like, yeah, because I'm not staying in Poland. I'm staying in Norway. Long story short, I spent 24 hours detained in the airport. They took my passport. I had to sign some documents um, overnight. It is on my... Um, social channels if you would like to see was that like stressful for you i was crying for like the first four hours but then they fed me and then they like gave me bedding and everything and like they let me keep my phone and my laptop and i had my switch with me like i was honestly not bothered i had internet um but they were watching me on cctv in my room it was giving detention it was giving (laughs) oh my god it was giving cell a little bit but it was nicer than a cell i'll give them that I mean, they treated me nicely. So I was very grateful for that because people were like, Poland's racist. And I'm like, I'm scared. But it was honestly fine. Um, And then they had to escort me onto my plane. Like the Border Patrol had to escort me on the plane, gave my passport to the pilot. And then I had to get it back from him at the end when I landed back in London to make sure I didn't, I don't know, BD Cooper. I was about to say, what are they? I don't know. But That sounds like a horrible experience. It was a crazy experience. But... That experience went viral on TikTok. So the majority of my TikTok right. followers are from that instance. So oh. when people go viral on the internet, mm-hmm. you go viral for whatever. And if that's not your content that you normally post, mm-hmm. then you may feel compelled to continue to post other stuff. What if, oh, Janine getting detained in all these countries. You know what I mean? I Just see. to get that viral hit again or okay. to give the people what they're expecting. But that's why I never want to perform for the algorithm and never want to perform for the viral hit. That's why you see all these prank channels and mm. people are like pranking in relationships. I'm like, that's actually crazy. And it's not a good way to live because they're like, oh, that prank video went viral. So I'm going to prank again. I'm going to prank even worse. Okay. And it just gets a little bit crazy. Um, but I do uh, stick with my travel and I just post my day in the life and I'm just grateful that I have enough going on in my life that people are interested in seeing what's going on and I'm happy to share it. Um, And yeah, it's just really crazy. It sounds really crazy. Um, (laughs) I mean, just based on, like you said, like people wanting that viral effect Mm -hmm. and then kind of doing whatever they can to get it. Because it's like a high. It's like when you get that first viral hit, you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm waking up and 20,000 people like my stuff mm-hmm. and people are commenting and supporting and this and that. But it's really, you have to be careful about what you put out there because just as easily as you can go viral for something funny and like happy mm-hmm. and uplifting, you can go viral for something that people are suddenly hating you because it's the internet. Yeah, which is scary. It's the so internet scary. can be a very scary place. It's so like, scary. I, I mean, I have thought about it just... I feel like you have to be, like you said, really careful with what you say. Um, stand on what you say. Mm-hmm. But then also, you know, 
even when I like do my podcast, I be rambling, right? Right. And I almost like I'm like talking, like I'm talking to a friend. And like when you talk to your friends, you're also just like talking shit. Exactly. And you know, not that you don't always mean what you say, but like, but you be talking. Yeah. yeah. Like you're just running your mouth. Right. You're just running your mouth. And when your friends get you, they get you. The internet does not know you. Exactly. And I think the internet judges very harshly, very harshly, especially off of situations that they really don't fucking know, Mm -hmm. right? Like. Do you want to know one of my favorite internet interactions? Do you know Michaela? She does makeup and she like has this Massachusetts accent. Anyway, mm. she did an ad and basically she was doing something for mascara. And then I don't know if she just closed, if she's wearing falsies or whatever, but they were like, oh my God, her lashes look 10 times larger and so long. And people were trying to cancel her because they were like, we think she's wearing falsies with this mascara and it's like false advertising oh okay like she's wearing like extra yeah lashes with this mascara okay it seem like i don't know what the truth was was she wearing Mm -hmm. falsies i don't know and i quite frankly don't care she went silent on social media for a few days and then she just came back and started posting like regular and i was cackling (laughs) because people were mad she didn't give them the reaction they wanted okay and didn't do an apology video i was laughing because I was like, y'all are actually up in arms over a mascara. And people will choose whatever they want. They will. And I think that is the scary place because also, like, going into, like, mental health, mm-hmm. right? Like, you see a lot of people, like, getting a lot of hate and a lot of negative comments and, like, how that can affect, like, someone's mental and their yeah. emotions and, like, people who are just like, all right, like, I just need to shut off or shut down or whatever, because like, there's so many negative and people are so mean. People are in people are mean, like, they're not even just like giving opinions like, Oh, I disagree with this. And like, it's just calm. No, like people like are turned up on the comments. And you're just like, Oh, my God, is everyone okay? They're not okay. And why are you so mean? And just like I said, with like that one, all it takes is one comment. Mm -hmm. When people, they love a piggyback and it's it's very bandwagon behavior that when you see one comment, then why do you feel compelled to comment the exact same thing, but then 10 times that? Mm -hmm. And then the next person has to go 10 times you. So it's just like dog piling. And something, sometimes people deserve it. I, I will say some people on the internet are just, they just act up and they act mm-hmm. out and some things are just not okay. Mm-hmm. And they need to be spoken out against until you delete that video. Cause okay. like some videos don't need to be on the internet. But with that being said, there's some people that are just doing like something that was like bare minimum. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about like racism. I'm not talking about like the big isms. Yeah. I'm just talking about sometimes like, especially with like uh, animals videos with animals and they somebody says animal abuse when somebody says oh, animal abuse in the comments it's crazy yes. and i'm just like this is i think we all need to take a step back and I'm not saying animal abuse is okay yeah but girl let's get a grip okay because y'all are really calling someone's job because they pick their cat up by their arms or something. I, I don't even know. People get dramatic. People it's, get it's dramatic. It's so scary. It's yeah. so scary the length somebody will go. But they don't have the same vim when it comes to their representatives. They don't have the same energy yeah. when it comes to, you know, people in their community that are doing wrong. Nope. And that's that's that on that. And that's, I mean, that's a word within itself. Exactly. Like, that is just a word within itself I agree like and this, and again this is a problem with social media is everyone is so like turned up ready to go with their comments but it's like the real issues like outside of social media like let's take 
a moment to realize where we are in this state. Exactly. Like where we actually are. Elections are coming up. Um, August 8th, if you're in the state of Ohio. Like, let's think about what's real. And that's where it's like you have to be able to balance. Like, yes, social media is fun. Yes, it's cool to scroll, look through things. It's fun. <laughs> but, like, life is, like, very real but outside like, of it. And so that same energy that you have for someone simply – I saw something, like, this guy, like, jumped into a river because his little dog went into the river. Uh-huh. And then he, like, got in the river, picked the dog up, and kind of, like, tossed him over there. and Like, like it was giving life or death. Yeah, and people are like, why would you ever throw <laughs> your dog on the ground like that? And it's just like – Girl, like, you are so pressed, but you need to be pressed about these gun laws. Exactly. And you need to be pressed about them completely banning books from schools. Or these reproductive rights. So let's talk about the big issues since you have so much energy. I think it's because some people just don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't. Like, there are some people who don't give a fuck about social media, don't give a fuck about the politics, don't give a fuck about voting. And I would prefer that. I would prefer that. I would prefer someone who's just like, honestly... I don't really care. Instead of people just picking being, and choosing, picking and choosing what they give and a fuck being about, self righteous, like very much so. It, it, it's just we get it. We right. We get. We're it. here, right. and hopefully right here. y'all get it too. Right. We all this together, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so, anyways, talking about mental health. Um, well, we kind of already talked about this. So the biggest things, right, that I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. were the trolls on your comments mm-hmm. because there have been times that I have seen. People comment, and I'm like, the comment. I'm about to say something. I'm like, it's fine, girl. It's fine, because Janine got it. But, like, how do you handle it? And how do you just, in general, like, manage your mental health with social media? So, um, I – the thing is, whenever I'm posting, I think people don't understand that I'm not posting in real time. When you Mm -hmm. see me at the McDonald's, I'm not at that McDonald's in that very moment. And I never will be because of my safety and because people that are on the internet are insane. Okay. But when I see these comments, I'm like, this happened last week. This is above me nine times out of 10. So I think that that helps that like, even if you have a problem with what I did in the situation or how I handled the situation, I'm past that. We already moved forward and there's nothing I can do about it. And I think that giving it up to to someone else a higher power to the universe to god to you whoever wants to take care of it mm-hmm. it's out of my hands okay and that's what that's the the energy i have towards a lot of these comments but with that being said i want people to also know that they do not know me and i will have a response if you think you're getting smart or if you think you're going to say something about me in my comments that's not true yeah because first of all don't get it twisted you know what i mean yeah like i'm ha ha he he ki ki in my videos, but also you don't know me and don't play with me and don't play about my name. And let's not. Don't and do don't. That. And, and just, don't. And just so for y'all, don't. Right. Let's try again. But the thing is, I also, you know, I got my riders in that back and they be in my comment section eating them up. Doesn't so, that, does that feel good though? Just that you know you have people. Like, it does feel good because sometimes when I'm about to go there and eat them up myself, mm-hmm. I don't even have to because, and it'll be followers that I don't even know sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really appreciate that somebody's been along the ride long enough to know that, excuse me, she's the type of person that, you know, checks before she wrecks okay 
say that. And so I think that it's nice to have that sort of rapport with people, mm-hmm. even from a screen mm-hmm. that I'm translating in that sense. Because when you go viral, you'll get anybody. You, they, you, they're they just seeing you for 10 seconds, writing their opinion, and then never caring about you ever again. And that's also what I consider. And then I also consider there's middle schoolers on this app. Their brains are so undeveloped. Yes. And you have to take everything somebody says with a grain of salt because some people just don't know and some people just won't know. And I I always say this when I see people that are in situations that I'm like, how did you end up in that situation? How are you handling this situation in this manner? It could not be me. I have to say, it's not my life. That's not my life. It's not my business. And the choices that somebody's making is just, it's not my business and that's fine period and good for you i'm very much like proud of you like i'm very just proud of like your growth and how you've moved throughout life thus far um obviously you just had a birthday i did happy birthday i'm a grown So what is this, 28? Yes. Oh, my God. You know, people talk about, like, oh, how do you feel? Like, I, like, crack jokes about, like, oh, I'm getting mm-hmm. old. But, like, babe, I'm about to enter my prime for real. Listen. Because, like, I feel like I had a real childhood. And I think mm-hmm. that's what some of these kids are missing nowadays. I had me a real childhood. I was playing outside. And I had the option of being young and being youthful for so long. I'm ready to step into my grown woman era. Not the grown woman responsibilities now. <laughs> but the grown woman era where I can just, you know... You know, yeah. just be in my body, be yeah. in my energy. And I'm really excited for that. You should be excited yeah. for that. I think that growing into an adult, like a real adult, brings some sort of like happiness. At least for me, it does. Yeah. Like, because I'm 30 and people will be like, oh my God, like, how does it feel to be 30? And it's like, great. I've succeeded in a lot in my life. Like, I have moved forward and I have hit my goals and like, I'm exactly where I want to be, and um, I can't wait until I'm 40. And one thing I was about to say about you, I was like, Morgan is, like, really on her stuff. Like, she is doing what needs to be done. Do we always know what we're doing? No. But we do it. But we do it because we have to. And the thing is, like, I really, I'm really a listener of Get Her a Therapist, and I'm really <laughs> tuned in because I'm like, what's my friend up to? And I'm like... Morgan really the growth of Morgan is like if you know Morgan if you know me then you know and I'm like (laughs) I'm very proud of you too and like just seeing you like we're close in age but like I'm still I can look up to you still and also you being a mother like you're a good mother and you care about your child and you take care of your business yeah I very much do. I <sighs> let me tell you. Well, shout out to us. Shout out to first, us for real. First and foremost, like shout out to us, and then also shout out to the future. Like I'm very like I always feel very blessed, and I always feel very covered, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of gratitude, and I'm learning to be grateful for the things that I have mm-hmm. versus complaining about things all the time. Like, cause I can be a complainer. Oh, let's me be too. honest. Like I'd be complaining. And we're dramatic too. So oh, so it's dramatic. Not, it's like, not just a complaint. It's a complaint. And then also like the end of the like, world. Like it's drama. It's <laughs> animation. It's hands. It's everything, it's everything. right? It's a little tears too. You know, cause I'd be crying, I'd be crying. and that's okay. Right. 
and it's fine. But, you know, even through all of that, there is still maturity here mm-hmm. and there is so much growth. And I mean, we've known each other for a really long time. I know, a minute. So it's so, <laughs> it's so good and refreshing to see like where we are in life. And I think yes, that's exciting. For sure. And um, also, I was going to say, what was I going to say? My brain is so empty right now. It's okay. I love that for me. <laughs> no thoughts, just vibes. Hey. Oh, I was talking about lucky girl syndrome. And, you know, mm-hmm. some people talk about lucky girl syndrome. And What is lucky girl syndrome? I don't know. So lucky girl syndrome is kind of like hyper optimism. Mm-hmm. And just like when things happen in your life, you're like, it's lucky girl syndrome. Like if you find a penny okay. on the ground, you found a quarter. Okay. You pick it up, lucky girl syndrome. Like, oh, somebody like dropped their ticket. Mm-hmm. I found a ticket, lucky girl syndrome. Okay. So I have really been stepping into my lucky girl syndrome era. I've always felt like a lucky girl, but I think I've always been very optimistic. Like mm-hmm. even when things are not going my way, I still think in the back of my head, I'm like, it's going to work out in my favor. Like mm-hmm. it, things are going to go my way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that mindset is very helpful for me. And in terms of my mental health, it is an aspect of delusion that has to be there. Okay. But I've accepted it, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, I was talking to my mom about lucky girl syndrome because I was like thinking of like every single day in this past week that has had good weather Mm -hmm. has been a great day. My birthday had good weather. And then the next day it like rained. And yesterday it was raining. And then today I'm like, I'm actually running and doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Beautiful weather. And so I was just thinking of like the the days that there was beautiful weather when I was actually out and trying Mm -hmm. to do stuff. It's lucky girl syndrome. You okay. know what I mean? So you have to like attribute like, wow, I'm really lucky that this happened. Mm-hmm. It could be something small. Yeah. And so I'm just, you know, I feel very lucky. I feel very blessed. And I'm very grateful yeah. on top of it. And I think that that's what keeps me in an authentic space because life will humble you. Oh, girl. Yes, it will. And, yes, and, and it alongside will. with my lucky girl syndrome delusion, I'm also in my humble, my humble mode. Let me tell you. God has humbled me. Mm. I will tell you, I, but in the best ways possible. Like because the I feel growth, like we all need to be humble. Because in the growth ways. that comes from being humble and the humility of yep. it, it's worth it in the end. It is, and it just—I don't know. I feel. I'm saying good. that because we bliss. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna wrap up. Um, but so typically. I have an accountability mm-hmm. corner, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so essentially for those who don't know, it's just taking accountability for something that happened this week or this month, because obviously I haven't been recording, um, and talking about it. So do you have anything that you are feeling like you need to be accountable for? If not, then that's fine too, because there are weeks that I definitely have nothing to be accountable right, for. Right, right. You're like, I'm good. Actually, I am great. <laughs> um, no, I definitely, there are some things that, well, first of all, I'm a big procrastinator. Okay. Um, I do everything last minute. When you see me post a video on any of my social media platforms, I completed that video 10 seconds before I posted it. So I'm very much so a procrastinator and I have so many thoughts and so many Mm -hmm. ideas and so many things going on in my mind. And I just need to get on my Zoom and set myself up for success. Okay. And um, that's, that's what I need to take accountability for. And I know that you know, I have some things coming up in the works um, and I just need to prepare myself for that. Mm -hmm. And I need to hold myself accountable and get and get on top of it instead of letting it creep up on me. And then I'm like, oh no, and I'm frazzled and I'm stressing myself out. 
Yes. And that's me trying to be accountable. Well, Will it happen? I, we'll see. But you know what? Baby steps and it's fine. Right. And self-awareness. Me saying at least, this at all, it's in my head. There we go. And so it's going to happen. Right. You're speaking it into existence. And we're being accountable. I and am. that's all that matters. I'm going to clean my room when I get home. At, you know what? Motivation. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess my accountability is that if you guys don't know, I have a new therapist mm. and she definitely checked the fuck out of me and last hurts. week. <laughs> and I was like, okay. All right. So it's my communication style. So I'm very somebody who like, I need to hash things out right then and there. Mm. Like I want to do things in real time. Like when I'm mad, like I want to talk about it. Like we're going to figure it out right now. My time. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to this guy and he's someone who needs to process things. Right. Like but before talking about it, and I was in my therapy session. I was just like, I mean, I just don't feel like it's right. Like, if we need to figure something out, then we need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you want to put this off? Like, we're trying to feel something. And she was just like, Morgan, like, not everyone communicates the way that you communicate. Mm -hmm. And maybe you should take into consideration <laughs> that it's not all about you. Not it's, you being like, oh. Right. <laughs> she said, you know, and you need to realize that people do have to process. And that's their own way. Right. She was like, you tend to say things to get a response whether it's negative or positive mm -hmm. but as long as you get that response you're okay with that Ooh. and i was just like okay because <laughs> it may not be the response that you would have gotten if you would have given them that time and that space. exactly because the guy right and the guy that i was arguing with like he told me like straight up he's like morgan like i don't want to have this conversation with you because i'm going to say things that i will probably regret and will probably hurt your feelings. Ooh. And me being like, well, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm what like, do you have to it. say? Well, go <laughs> ahead. Hurt my feelings. Maybe it's time for me to be accountable. <laughs> <laughs> now that we think about it. Now I'm thinking about it. Um, so being accountable for just like understanding that other people do things that are different from me and that's okay. It mm -hmm. doesn't, my way is not always the right way. Mm -hmm. um, it's not my life. Right? And it's not my choice. <laughs> So I'm accountable for that. That's mm -hmm. my accountability corner. Um, and that's kind of that. What else do I have? This honestly was so fun. Like... I know, but I had something else. Oh, I already talked about this. Oh, no. That's all I got, girl. That's all yeah, I got. We, not I mean, doing it. And we, and we did it. I'm and excited. it was, I'm so glad that you came on my podcast. No, I was going to, like, no matter what. <laughs> Like, it was going to happen yes. with or without you. It was happening, like, <laughs> regardless. Okay, well, for the people, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, what is your, all of your handles? Let them know. Okay, so you can follow me on Instagram at Nene Hops. It's K-N-E-E-N-E-E -E -E underscore H-O-P-S. Because I wouldn't Hops. Know. Yeah, it's <laughs> Nene Hops. Um, my TikTok is Nene Bop at K-N-E-E-N-E-E-B-O-P. You can find me on YouTube. I think, I don't know if they do ads on YouTube right now, but it's at Nene Bop if you go on YouTube. But you can get to any of, of my other socials through the link in my bio on any of my social media. So okay. you can get it from there. I do YouTube and I also have a blog. And my most recent blog was I planned five days in Saigon, Vietnam. So if anybody's going to Vietnam or wants to know about Vietnam, what to do, what to eat, what to see, 
I wrote it all out for you. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, babe. Okay. And safe travels. Right. right? So we have that too. Very much bon voyage. Okay. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Giving very bougie. Right. Pinkies up. Ah. Okay, well, we are going to wrap up again, Janine. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. No, literally, I had such a time. I'm so glad. That's the point. Vibes, 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 vibes. Such good vibes. All righty, guys. Well, I will, I guess, talk to you guys next week. Bye. I hope you guys are, like, productive. Right. Let's get her a therapist. Per. Yes. All right. We're out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>